Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome out there. Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How you doing? This wonderful Monday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. And you haven't gone too crazy with staying in the house for those that have to stay in the house right about now. Ain't this crazy, man? This is These are some crazy times, isn't it? But, hey, that's why I'm here, right? So you can talk to me while you're in the house doing nothing. Oh, just twiddling your thumbs. Wanting to hit your head against the wall. I understand. Yes, I do. All right. Anyway, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, Andrew Gilliam. 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 However you want to pronounce the man's name. He was caught in a hotel room with a so-called male prostitute and, uh, and some meth and a couple other things. And he decided to quit politics for a while while he go to rehab and my question today is will he be able to restart his campaign 
That's one of the things we're going to talk about. And, of course, you know, in today's environment, there's no way we can't talk about COVID-19, the stimulus packet that, that um, Congress is fighting over right now. And, of course, you know, the president, you know, he has his moments where he says some things that just don't make any sense. And besides that, whatever you bring to the table as well, today is one of those days, man, we just going to go with the flow. We're not going to try and just point to one one topic and ride that all day. So it's up to you, man. It, it really is. All thing you got to do is call me at 347 347- Eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail dot com. Uh, let's see. Facebook, H V Y T R K nine six. Twitter at Eric Jackson two zero zero one. And of course, there's uh, uh, no. I'm sorry, that was Instagram. Twitter is driven for life sixty two. Hey. Those all the ways. And, of course, our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And we do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because right now we really do. I, I really want to know what's on your mind, what you're going through, how you're handling it, what you think about the way our government is handling handling some things. So, y'all talk to me today, all right? Talk to me. That way y'all don't have to hear me talk all day. But... Until that time, y'all got me on the mic, and we're going to have us some fun because that's what we do. Now, until then, though, I think I'm going to bring y'all a little music today, and I really didn't know what I was going to play. So I'm going to close my eyes and hit a button, and from there, we're going to go. All right, so enjoy the music.
Thank you. I'd like to thank these three young men sitting down front with me. They treat me so good, I begin to feel special. I said, they treat me so well, I feel special. Thank you. Thank you. different people can can have different spikes in their in their bar chart of what they're able to all right there it was y'all there it was your song of the day and i hadn't planned to play it but i did anyway hey that was bb king eric clapton and some other individuals out there on them guitars doing some bad stuff y'all doing some very bad stuff all right i almost forgot where i was i had to close my eyes my head started bobbing Oh, that was a nice groove. Nice groove for a Monday afternoon. Hey, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, and you got me for the next two hours or so, and we're going to have us some fun today. Hey, 
you know, like I said before. We don't have to stick to one topic today. It's Monday. A lot of people dealing with a lot of stuff, and nobody seems to have any answers. <laughs> Woo! I know some people have some answers, but we ain't going to go there. Oh, welcome, Cosmic Doc. Welcome to the show. Glad you can hang out with me today on this wonderful Monday afternoon. Now, before we get started, let's talk about some things. Let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, how you can interact with me. The one, the only, Mr. Talk. And it's simple. 347-838-8622 is the number. Just call in and talk to me. No matter what you want to talk about, hey, we can chat it up. That's for sure. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. You can hit me up on, uh, what's the other one is? Um, um, on Twitter. Yeah, that Twitter. At Driven for Life 62. Yeah, all those good things. And a couple of other sites I ain't going to worry about right now. And by chance, you have any other way of communicating with me throughout the show, before the show, after the show, well, later on in the week, you know how to do it. Hit me up. Um, I'm always taking suggestions for topics and, you know, chatting it up with you after the show if that's what you want to do about some things we talked about or some things that's on your mind. I, I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to be here. So, hooray. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> all right. So, with all the, the the preliminary things out the way, I guess we need to go on and start talking about some stuff here. And something I wanted to talk about last week, last Monday, but uh, we got in such a good conversation, I kind of it kind of slipped my mind. But we're gonna talk about it today, and because it, it's interesting, I'm not gonna say with with what's going on right now. With this virus that is, is essential, but just something I want to talk about. That's right, because that's what I do. <laughs> All right, and we're talking about the former gubernatorial candidate, Andrew Gillum, yeah, who decided last week to withdraw from politics, stop all political actions, and go into rehab. Yeah, he decided to go into rehab. And why did he decide to go into rehab? Well, he was found in a hotel room down in Florida with a supposedly uh, male prostitute. And, uh, you know, he was drunk. The male prostitute was passed out. And uh, it it, it, it gets worse from here, y'all. And apparently uh, they assume, it's assumed that they were having some kind of Intercourse because there was feces and blood found on the bed. Now this this is my well, my question my my question to this whole thing is with all this being in the news and he being one of the the quote unquote up and rising political figures of the African American community. Do you think his political career, he can revive his political career? Do you think he can come back from rehab, sit out a few months, and and make some things happen politically again? That is the question at hand. Now, (laughs) oh, my. It's questionable, but we can't say, you know, and it's one of those things, that's the question that's out there. But the question is, can we really say that um, it's impossible for him to revive his career. 
you know, Andrew Gillum, you know, he, he put up a fight in, in, in the Florida uh, gubernatorial race, and, you know, he was doing a lot of voter registration and things like that in the state of Florida. So with him being caught in a room with a male prostitute, do you think that's just ruined his career altogether? Do you think that that is what happened? That's the question I'm asking y'all right now. Pata, P-A-T-A, welcome to the show. All right, so is 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 that what's, what's happening? Is, is he going to be able to do this? You know, and the circumstances were, were really interesting when, when it came out. And, you know, it, it's interesting because the story just doesn't match what they're trying to say. It, it really doesn't. Now, he was drunk. Had this male prostitute on the bed, passed out, that needed medical attention. And apparently, they got some dang on credit card, okay, from some 56-year-old man. Okay, so that he can rent the room, the male prostitute, rent the room. Um, You know, and then when the credit card holder arrived at the hotel, he said he found Gillum and Dyson intoxicated by unknown sources. You know, so he opened the door, went over to bed, and collapsed. I guess, uh, 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 yeah, the prostitute opened the door, went over to bed, and collapsed. Uh, that alone, you know, is suspicious to me. It really is. And here's why I'm saying it's suspicious. I'm, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or nothing like that, but I'm just looking at the facts here. You know, Gillum put up one heck of a fight. In a, a Republican-controlled state, okay, let's let's be honest about that. All right, and he was considered an up and rising, up and coming uh, politician. He really was, and he was doing a lot, as I said before, with voter re- registration and things uh, of that nature. So, with that being said, is it possible? Is it possible that the uh, establishment, that the establishment, the other politicians of the other party. So Gillum was a Democrat, okay? Just going to put that out there. He was a Democrat. Is it possible that Gillum got caught slipping because he forgot the, the type of system he was dealing with, that he may have been set up just a little bit, just a little tiny bit, that he just may have been set up here, and he just got caught slipping? Or is there an underlying underlying uh, issue that Gillum has that nobody knew about until now, which could also really seriously affect his political career. And is this ploy of going to rehab? You know, all, all the rich folk do it when they get caught up in, in some mess. You know, first thing they want to do, well, I'm stopping all things I'm doing and I'm going to rehab. Now, this is supposed to be going to rehab for alcoholism. Okay, he apparently he he drinking too much, you know. He said he kind of went into depression after he lost the gubernatorial race, and he was feeling kind of down, so forth and so on. Now, me myself, I'm looking at this like, yeah, it's a possibility. You know, it, depression is something that nobody really can see; only the person themselves can feel. But then again, then again, did you just get caught slipping? Did he just get caught slipping? You know, and just own up to it. Yes, I got caught slipping. You know, and just something that I... I mean, let's look at society today. Society today is more 
tolerable than it has ever been before. Okay? It has ever been before. Now, whether your personal beliefs are, you know, you don't like uh, uh, homosexuality, uh, you, you just you can't get with it, that's fine. There's no problem with that at all. But if Gillum wants to come out, say, I'm okay, I, I've you know, gotten over that, and I'm ready to run for office again, would you vote for him? Would you get behind him and say, yes, yes. He's the man, you know, everybody make mistakes and let's move on. Now, as I said before, not like it hasn't happened before, Marion Barry up in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I know everybody remember that clip where he got caught in the room with the, with the, with the girl and the crack, and he said, B, you set me up. <laughs> you know, and other little things Marion did. But he ended up being reelected mayor of Washington, D.C. again after all of that. So, is it a true statement to say that voters are more forgiving, forgiving today than they have been ever than ever before? You know, do the, the uh, voters turn a blind eye to uh, things that politicians do that may be considered immoral, criminal, unethical, unmoral? But in order to remove one person out of office, would it be possible that they just forget about it and go ahead and put this new, they put Gilliam in office if he decided to run again? That's my question to you. And I want to hear what you have to say because it's a very interesting thing. Now, not only Mary and Barry, <laughs> look at who we have in office now running the country, right? And we, we know his history as far as um, extramarital activity and uh, um, supermodels and, and Playboy bunnies and so forth and so on. So can you know is is that a a a, 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 a convicting point right there that the voters can overlook some things and it won't really matter what he does in his private life as long as we the citizens support him. Just something I thought I'd throw out there because that's an interesting question, isn't it? Let me know what you think about that. Let me know what your comments are. 347-838-8622. And, um, yeah, because I'm really i interested to hear what you have to say because, yes, you are the voters. Now, my favorite person to talk about sometimes, and it's interesting, Miss Candace Owen. Garbage. Now, Candace has been a, a topic on this show quite often. And, you know, I, I have nothing against the young lady. I really don't. Um, she's a very outspoken person. She's a very outspoken person against the, the Democratic Party, uh, Democrats, period. And some of the things she say, I do agree with. I really do. And I, I'm, not scared, I'm not afraid to tell you that, yes, Black people, the black community needs to take a look at the Democratic Party and, and not be so caught up in tradition. And because so-and-so was a Democrat in my family, I'm going to be a Democrat. I agree with that. I really do. However, I'm not advocating that the Republicans are the best party as well. My choice would be let's do a whole different party. Okay? 
But then again, you know how that would be as well. Crabs in the barrel, right? You know, as soon as you get started, they always want to pull, try and pull everybody else down. And basically, that's what they're saying about Candace. Some people are saying about Candace Owens uh, with this Andrew Gillum thing. Because she, um, whew, she's something else. She said, um, yes, Andrew Gillum's decision to have a casual night out with meth and a male porn star while he has a wife and children at home is just bad, just bad, okay? Um, one of her supporters says, I like her, but she has become mean-spirited and glad to pour salt on others' wounds. The man is like the rest of us. We will struggle, even Candace. Put a lid on it, lady. If you have nothing, if you have if you don't have anything to, nice to say ever, shut up. Then <laughs> they said, I love you. All right, let me give you some of Candace. Candace started out, you know, in, in school. She said she was bullied and, you know, ostracized and things like that. And then as she got older, she went working for a company, and then she eventually sued that company using the NAACP. Um, she won some money, a settlement. Then after that, she tried to do get the NAACP to do some other things. And the NAACP said, yeah, no, we're not doing it this time. Now, at that time, that is why Candace decided to turn to go to the other side. Basically, you know, join the Republican root for the Republican Party. Okay. Now, she rooted for the Republican Party and you know, she became the, the spokesperson along with uh I forgot the white guy name, uh, Turning Point USA, for Turning Point USA. Now, the interesting part about this whole thing is Candace made a couple of comments about the Jewish, regarding the Jewish community that uh, just didn't sit well with that side of the house, the conservative side of the house. And they politely asked her behind to step down as spokesman. Now, her take, her twist on it was, well, you know, I decided to step down because I have some other uh, opportunities I want to pursue. Of course, we know when most people get fired or whatever, you know, in limelight, that's one of the biggest excuses they have. I have other opportunities. Now, Candace forgot where she was, and they reminded her that, yeah, you talk good for us, but no, you're not going to go against the money. I mean, that's what it was. It was, it was going against the money. Okay? So now she she's just doing her Twitter thing. She's not all on um, YouTube and stuff as she used to be because she, she used to have a show on YouTube. She really did. I don't know if it's still going or not. I, I haven't heard seen much about it, but I'll check and see. But yeah, anyway, another response, which was um, one of her supporters said, Hey, Candace, what do you think of Trump's night out with a porn star while his wife was pregnant? Don't know if we've ever gotten your take on that. Now, once again, that's regarding, you know, our president and his fun with Stormy Daniels and a couple of other people that has been have been paid off that we probably would never hear from. All right. Here's somebody said, reveals why most Democrats have pushed gay rights for decades. This is their lifestyle. <laughs> They've been trying to legalize and make normal for the rest of society. Very deceptive and condescending to those, particularly Christians who don't want their kids exposed to gay sex. We're going to come back and talk about that little statement right there, because I found that statement very interesting. Um, here's somebody that said, Gillum screwed up, not Candace. 
Gillum had responsibilities to his family and to the people who continued to support his political future. This has nothing to do about sexual orientation and all to do about poor choices and a lack of control. Okay? So those are some of the comments that were, you know, written regarding Andrew Gilliam getting Gilliam getting caught in the hotel room with this, this gay prostitute. But I want to go back to this last, last sentence here. It said, um, what, very deceptive and condescending to those, particularly Christians, who don't want their kids exposed to gay sex. Now, when I read that, I, I, I kind of breezed over it real fast, you know, and then it, it, it hit me. I had to go back and look at that again. Particularly Christians who don't want their kids exposed to gay sex. Okay, now whoever wrote this, I'm, 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 I'm not this. the person that wrote this is interesting to me because my question is, in that case, are you living out in the woods somewhere? Are you living in the woods somewhere? Because no matter what you do today, especially if your kids are watching the boob tube, YouTube videos or whatever, they're being exposed to game gay. Gay Sex Marriage I mean Whatever you want to call it It's out there It's out there now It's out there And here's Here's a, a, another Interesting thing That I want to say I know some people Probably going to get mad At me right about now But you'll be okay You'll be okay Why just Christians I mean Why just Christians No why is this Christian? Are Christians are the only ones that can be upset about something? Regardless, of, you know that's such a big general statement, especially since you have priests, you've had priests, uh, Boy Scout leaders, some of everybody molesting kids. They consider themselves Christians. So when you say something like that, you have to really pay attention to what you're saying because you're putting a whole lot out there, but you're making an assessment that is just half, half, half butt. <laughs> I almost said it, half butt. It is. It's just half, half cocked. It is. Why can't society in themselves be be upset about this? And there are some out there that that, that are. They are. But there are some people that say, look, in this time and at this time uh, in, in the world's evolution, as they call it, it's time to accept it and let them deal with it when it's their time to see the making. I mean, what's wrong with that train of thought? What What is wrong with that? What is wrong with that? You know, it's time to let people live, man. Let them live. If that's what they want to get into, let them get into it. We're not here to judge anybody. We can't judge anybody. Just like Gillian got caught up, and that may be one of his 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 uh, 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 things he has to deal with, his vices, vice that he has to deal with, you know, his demons or whatever you want to call it. We all have those. We all have our moments of weakness. We all have our moments where, you know, we do some things, we be like, I'm just going to have to ask for forgiveness for this because I just got to, you understand what I'm saying? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, it all comes, it all boils down to your individual happiness. That's all it is. If it's going to make you happy, hey, do it. Do it. If you sit down and consider the consequences, then thought about it, and you feel the consequences, the, the, the uh, consequences are, are worth what you're about to do, then do it. Then do it. It's not hard. Now, I'm not advocating, you know, for those crazies out there that want to go and kill up a whole room of people and things of that nature. No, don't go and do that. You know, it may make you happy, but no, that's not that's not the the, the, the right thing to do. Okay, it, it's not. It's not. You know, in society today, our morals, values, and ethics are so screwed up. It really is. You know, it's amazing how everybody wants the other person to be perfect, but when you look in your closet at your, your back door, hey, you got a whole bunch of stuff standing there looking at you dead in the face, but you don't want to talk about that. you rather condemn the other person. <clears throat> and we have it going on in, in our government. You know, you have the, the quote-unquote never-Trumpers, and they are serious. Never, ever, 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 ever. Well, I admit that this is, he's doing anything good because he's not. I don't care. If it's right there in your face, I'm not done. No, he hasn't done anything good. You have those that that, that were the, the Obama camp. You know, you have some of them, they'll tell you in a heartbeat, Obama didn't do anything wrong while he was in, in, in the office. Nothing. He didn't authorize any unauthorized bombings. He didn't... Uh, 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 Make some policies that just weren't right. He didn't do anything. He did. He was the perfect president. And I'm here to tell you today that's a bunch of crap. Okay, there has never been a perfect president. There has never been a perfect person besides Jesus, from what the Bible tells us. Uh, so why are we so harsh in judging each other? Why? Because we can. Because we can. I mean, we, we have the opportunity, and that's what we do. And here's another interesting thing. You know, a lot of them same people that are so judgmental are some of the same people that, that are hoarding toilet paper, hand sanitizer, uh, going to the store, buying all the meat out of the grocery store. You want to judge everybody else for doing something wrong, but ethically, that's not right either. Morally, that's not right because you're not thinking about your fellow man. Then you're thinking about yourself. Hey, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's what you're doing. And yet, you think it's okay. And some of you are so bad. Not only do you go one day, you get up early, go and get in line the next day, so you get some more. So you really. Really, there's not that much crapping in the world, okay? There's just not that much crapping in the world. I'm sorry. You're just hoarding up stuff, and then there's seniors out there that really do need it. But, they, you know, it's, it, it's sad when stores have to just put special hours up so our elderly, so our elderly can find the things that they need. You know, with with this virus thing, though, the elderly are more 
uh, vulnerable than anybody else. They are. But some of you out there don't even care about that. Only thing you care about is your well-being, your happiness. You suck. You are garbage. I'm going to say it like that. That's what you are. You're garbage. <laughs> I don't care y'all get mad at me. I really don't care. I- I'm taking the Kevin Hart stance right now. You can't hurt my feelings, okay? You can't hurt my feelings. Because the truth is the truth. I'm not perfect myself. I have vices that I have to fight on a, on a daily basis. I have to go through depression every now and then. I ain't scared to tell you. Because that's something I deal with. I don't judge you on yours. That's what I deal with. And I know what I deal with. Some of you need to look in the mirror and figure out and, and, and readjust a little bit because you done got out of hand. You really have. You done, you done got crazy, you know, uh, immoral, unethical. And that don't mean you out there stealing anything. That doesn't mean you out there beating up anybody. But some of the things you're doing aren't right. And some of you know it's not right, but you're still doing it, right? Under the guise that, oh, I'm good. I'm good. This is an emergency. Just in case I get locked down for more than one or two weeks, I have enough. For people like you, you never have enough because you always want more. You always want more without thinking about your fellow humans. Hmm, it's all you can do right about now. (laughs) That's all you can do right about now because that's the case. That is the case. But it's all right. It's all right because this virus, just like it showed up, it's going to go away. It really is. It's going to go away. They usually do during the summertime. Have anybody noticed how viruses always pop up during the winter months and then slowly fade away when summer hits? Isn't that interesting in itself? Hmm. And here's another interesting point, since I got on that right there. A lot of you individuals that claim that vaccination is such a good this thing is such a great thing that you got all you have, all your shots. You're immune to everything. The sooner somebody says a virus or flu or something like that, you run the, the, the speak, get everything at the grocery store you can. Why? You're supposed to be immune to it. And don't give me that crap. Come on. Well, Mr. Talk, you know, they don't have a, a virus for this. Well, they don't have a, 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 a vaccine for that. And whatever you want to call it. Well, they don't have one for the flu either. Are you aware every shot, flu shot you get every year, is, it may not be the right one? You never know that. Well, I'm telling you. Look it up. They'll tell you. Every year, they figure they guess on what strain of the flu is going to be out there, and that's the, va- the vaccine that they put out for everybody to take. It's a crap shot. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Right now, everybody waiting for a vaccine 
uh, uh, for for this. Well, you're going to be waiting for a while. Test subject. Now they're trying to find people who want to be tested. No, 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 no. You know, the government has been using humans and people for guinea pigs for years, military included. The military even worse than the regular people. So, you know, it, it, it may not do anything to you now. 10, 15 years down the line, you know, you may look up and dang on it, look out. You got back problems or you have children and they're having issues and you don't know why. People, stop going cuckoo and stop uh, believing everything, okay? Stop believing everything. Now, why have there been so many deaths in Italy from, from this so-called virus? Well, because Italy has one of the oldest populations in the world. That's why. Africa, I think Africa just went over, what, 200, 300, 300 people being contaminated? Yeah. And a lot of that is in Egypt. Yes, in Egypt. I know a lot of y'all didn't realize Egypt was a part of Africa, huh? <laughs> you just learned something new today. Ha-ha! But anyway, so... The next time you stand in that line and you you realize that you got a whole closet full of um, toilet paper and hand sanitizer and and water, get out of line and let somebody else do it that needs it, please. And that's easy, please. Say please, 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 please do that. (laughs) Oh, it'd be such a better thing for all of us. For all of us. Okay, now, here's another thing. There's this thing going around on Facebook about um, touching touching uh, gas handles, you know, be careful with that, have your gloves on, um, you know, because they may be contaminated as well. <sighs> Look, I'm not telling you not to, okay, because that's your choice. But if if you actually if you actually uh, uh, want to right now do everything else you want to do just put on a mop suit okay for those that don't know what a mop suit suit is it's a chemical suit you have in the army that's supposed to be take you know keep you safe from chemical uh, chemicals and things of that nature just go to an army service store and buy you a chemical suit and then just walk around in that all day for your fat people you lose weight that's a guarantee beastly. What's going on? Glad to see you. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't have a problem with, with, with you doing whatever you're doing. Just stop hoarding, okay? Stop hoarding. If you want to walk around in a mop suit, so be it. Walk around in a mop suit. You'll lose weight, you know, and, and you won't get contaminated. All right? If you want to let Mr. Smith continue to tell you, you know, to stop living, you know, do whatever. Go ahead. Do it. That's your choice. That's your choice. My theory is you're going to die. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, 
I, well, sometimes you don't. You can't be nice. Sometimes you can't be. You have to tell the truth. Uh, Beasley says social distance does also include casual relationships. Well, <sighs> well, you know what? Trust your trust your instincts, okay? Trust your instincts. That's all I'm gonna say. Trust your instincts. Hey, look at it this way. If you test positive for for the virus or whatever, and you've been hanging around somebody that you really like, quarantine yourself with them. Then y'all can fight it together. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Mm mm mm. Some some things you can't keep it to yourself. You you have to just let it out. You know you you really do. I mean. If saying, look, if saying, you know, fat people, if you want to lose weight, you put on a muscle to lose weight. If that hurts your feeling, then, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I can say is I'm sorry because I, I don't know what else to say. Heck, I'm fat. But then again. I ain't putting on no dang on mop suit. Did that enough? Beasley says no more fooling around. Could be a decision between life and death. Every every breath you take, Beasley, is a decision between life and death. See, and that's the other issue. Everybody is out there afraid of dying. Why? It's going to happen. You can't stop it. You don't know when. You don't. You can take every precaution you want to. And you still can die from from something, right? <laughs> oh, Green Beasley say, "Be true to your woman." All right, yeah. All right, I is, I is true to my woman. <clears throat> but anyway, you know, and, and that's the other thing. I I know that's it's hard to talk about. And, you know, it's just hard to talk about his death because nobody really wants to sit back and have that discussion. Well, you have to have it eventually. You know, you have to come to that realization and realize you're not going to be here forever. None of us are. None of us are. You know, a lot, and it's interesting because a lot of the elderly, as they get older and reach their 90s, you know, 90, early 90s, mid 90s, they'll tell you, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. You know, I, I, I've been here long, as long as I want to be here because they have come to the conclusion that, hey, I'm, I'm ready to move on now. You know? I know. It, 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 some people say that's depressing. No, it's factual. That's what we have to do now. You know, that's have that discussion with your kids. Have that discussion with your loved ones. You know, let them know what you what you wish. You know, let them know. No matter what, I love you. But look, I'm, I'm one day. I'm not going to be here. Now, y'all can sugarcoat it in the way you want to. You know, but you need to have the discussion. I'm a. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be here one day. No, and, and this is what I want want to do. 
Now, whether you, you put it on paper or you just tell somebody and hope they go ahead with your wishes, that's your that's your decision. But you have to really, really, really think about it. Um, let's see. Beasley in the chat room says, coronavirus, ugh, coronavirus surveillance may mean the end of personal privacy. South Africa is on 21-day lockdown. Yeah, because South Africa is getting hit hard right now with it. You know, yeah. Let's see, CNN more than 500 people in the United States have died from the coronavirus. And, yeah, but if you compare that, if you compare that to the the number of people that have, have been affected, that's a small percentage. That's a small percentage. It really is a very small percentage. And the other the other interesting thing about it is. You know, that that goes back to, you know, everybody is somebody's gonna die. You know, it, it, it's like two hundred and fifty people get on an airplane. Okay? Two hundred and fifty people get on an airplane. The airplane goes down in a crash, fiery crash, but one person survived. What does it mean? It wasn't that one person's time to go. It wasn't. And that's what you have to realize. Your time is already there. I got to say, this should be a time of encouragement, not putting people down. Now we'll be quiet. No, don't be quiet. Go ahead. You know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have to have a conversation that's not uh, encouraging, that's what considered encouraging, because you have to put some things on their mind. You know? You do. You have to put some things on your mind. Actually, now is the time to be talking about this stuff because why? A lot of people are quarantined. A lot of people on quote-unquote lockdown, which I don't know why they say lockdown because lockdown is in prison. Okay? You get locked down in prison. You can't go nowhere. Here, at least you can go outside still and, and if you want to, you can get in your car and go whatever. But anyway... For the purpose of this conversation, yes, 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 yes. They're on lockdown right now. So you have nobody there but family with you. Have the discussion. It doesn't have to be gloom, 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 and gloomy and what have you. you know, it's just a discussion. Just like you're sitting there watching uh, Hallmark or uh, on YouTube looking up songs or whatever. Have the discussion. You know, it's not it's not uh, to be discouraging anybody. It's just letting them know what you letting them know. All right. <laughs> ah, that's not really what I want to talk about. It just happened to come out, so we I had to let it go. You know, some things get up in you in your, in, your, in your spirit, and you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Sometimes it's not a good. It, it, sometimes it's not a, a pleasant conversation. But it's a conversation that needs to be had. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about what's going on in the Senate right now, okay? Um, because there are some things that's going on in the Senate that is just really, really dumb. You know, you have the Republicans blaming themselves for one thing. You have the Democrats blaming themselves for some. For I mean, blaming the Republicans. The Republicans blaming the for the things that each side is trying to slip in the stimulus bill and 
everybody's, you know, making this big grand speeches today about it and what have you. And basically what's going on, it's just another bunch of political bull that they're playing to make it seem like they really care about the people. Not to mention that this is a very important election year for both the House, the Senate, and the presidency. So everybody's got to, you know, put on this show that how they really care about the people. But if anybody watched Mitch McConnell today when he was giving his speech, you know, he may have mentioned the American people, but he made sure to mention the markets, didn't he? He really made sure to mention the markets. Not once, but twice that I remember. Probably was more than that, but I remember twice he emphasized that the markets are down, the markets are being bad. Uh, now, now, let's be honest. Some of us are fortunate enough to where we can dabble and mess around with the stock market, and you know, we it's a, it's it's kind of important to us, right? Then you have the normal Joe out there that really has no care what the market does for them. Uh, you know, they worried about you know their daily, their daily, day-to-day lives, activities, their little bubbles, and how they're gonna survive. That's what they're, they're they're really worried about right now. And for these clowns up there to be, you know, trying to slip little bits and pieces into to this 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 relief bill as they call it, it's just crazy. It's just politi- politics one hundred and one. No, let's see how much we can get before we take care of the American people. Make the American people think we take care of them. See, Bill says Fox News staffers got coronavirus after anchors downplayed the pandemic. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm really, really, really trying to stay away from that. You know, I, I, I really am. But we're gonna we'll come back in a minute. So. What do you think about what Congress is doing? Do you think any either one of them, the Senate, I mean, the, the Republicans or Democrats are really trying to pass anything to help the American people, or are they just trying to cover up cover up what they're trying to do for big for big business by saying, "Hey, we trying to help the American public, the American citizen out." What y'all think about that? Huh? What y'all think about that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I have an idea, you know, and here's the interesting part because each side is putting out bits and pieces about what the other side is trying to slip into the bill. And as I said before, they were on there making speech. McConnell got up there and he made this big speech that really amounted to nothing. I mean, really amounted to nothing. You know, the same thing. Republicans blaming Democrats, Democrats blaming Republicans, nothing getting done. We've seen this already. We 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 witnessed this show already. For the last twelve years we've been dealing with this. And here we go again. Here we go again. It's just crazy. It's crazy. But nobody sees I mean they are right with it. They are all right with it. You know, if I understand, there was supposed to be a vote at two o'clock, and the Democrats blocked that one again. Now, the Democrats are saying, "Well, it's a slush fund." You know, they're trying to take care of big business. 
And then a lot of people saying, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then on the other side, some Republicans are saying, you know, Pelosi tried to slip in uh, an abortion thing, solar, something about solar tax cuts for solar paying panels. And look, if you're going to help the American people, just help the American people. All that other stuff, y'all can talk about that, fight about that after the election. I mean, it's really, at this point, it's not that important. It's not. It's not that important. Sad to say that, but it's not that important. And honestly, I don't know what else to say. I, I really don't. Because you, if anybody's saying to you, you see what's going on. More political bullcrap. They really don't care. Long, long as they stand there and look like they care. That's why I say we need new blood up there. Need a new uh, set of leadership. Not only new, a younger set of leadership. You know, I, I think some of that old that old guard needs to get out of there. Needs to leave. Say bye bye. See you later. Ta ta. <laughs> I'm serious. Because every time something needs to be done, it's the same thing over and over again. Over and over again. The White House has no idea what's going on. That, that uh, That's for sure. They have no idea. They're playing catch up themselves, which in itself creates a whole nother <clears throat> issue. They're playing catch up right now. They're playing catch up. And the ones suffering are the American public. Yeah. But we we we'll figure it out. We always do, right? We will always figure this thing out. <laughs> where's where, where's um? By the way, where's Bernie and and Joe and you know all the other leaders? You know, shouldn't they be doing something? No, God. Or see, once again, or are they just leaving it up to this administration, hoping they fail so they give them a boost in the, during the election? You know, and yeah, Beast, that's a good point. Three GOP senators in self-containment wouldn't be able, unable to vote on the coronavirus relief. Yeah, Mick Romney is one of them. Uh, I forgot the other two. I know Mick Romney is one of them. You know, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying. I'm really trying right now. To, to think of something positive to say about what's going on in this country. I, I really am. And to be completely and, and honest, I can't think of I mean, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It, it really is. It, it's sad. You know, I, you know I, I, everybody wants to be, yeah, Rand Paul. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to be serious. And everybody... Take it seriously, and that, I'm sorry, y'all. Like I said last Monday, you know, I, I look at this thing with people telling you, stay in the house, don't do this, don't do that. Wash your hands. You know, wash your hands 20 seconds and sing some song. Or, Come on, we should have been doing this a long time ago. Okay? long time ago. You know, then you have those out there, those those hypochondriacs, and then you have those. Then you have people like me, 
have people like me that just say, you know what, I'm going to keep living. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I can't just be contained or tied up or unless it's my choice. I, I can't. Now, I'm not telling the rest of y'all, you know, I, I'm not. Look, I like the bowl. I love the bowl. I'm not even going to lie. I love the bowl. And you can believe me or not, if they hadn't shut down the bowling alleys, I would be in there. I would. I don't care how many people. I would be there bowling. Now, people who know me would tell you, yeah, he would be. That's how I feel about it. I, oh. <laughs> oh. There's so much in my spirit right now that I want to say, but I, I'm, I'm holding on to it because y'all just don't know. I'm not putting people down. I'm not putting anybody down. The world is sad. The world's not sad. You know, I love you, but the world's not sad. It's not. You know, and people want to say the world is sad. The world's not sad. The world is confused, but they're not sad. (coughs) Excuse me. The world is not sad. They're confused. They don't understand. <laughs> look, 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 look. No, no. Um, Beasley says House Democrats plan to introduce a coronavirus stimulus plan Monday. As Senate bill stalls, Senate Democrats want to give Social Security benefit an extra two hundred dollars per month, and coronavirus amid coronavirus scare. Yeah, well, once again, that's going to get blocked by the Republicans. And look, here's the thing: last week the House passed a bill. Okay, it didn't include the stimulus checks. Okay, but they passed a relief bill with the president's blessing. They, they, they did. Then they went to the Senate and everything blew up for the second. They're talking about second one and trying to work on a third one, and they can't even agree on, <laughs> on part of the first one. Yeah, the second one with the, you know, I, I, I'm, it just boggles my mind. It really does. It, it boggles my mind. And I don't know what to say. I don't. I really don't know what to say about it. I'd rather talk about Andrew Gillum right now than talk about this 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 thing. I, I really do. Oh, anything else? Is there something else y'all want to talk about? Because I'm tired of talking about this right now. <laughs> that's a shame, isn't it? That that, that is a hard. That that's a shame. That's that's hard. That I I don't even want to talk about it no more. The coronavirus. I, I, yeah, it's out there. It's a dangerous thing to some. To others, it's not. Who do you, who? I mean, whoever it affects, I'm sorry that you have to go through it, but there's over a 90% chance that you will survive it. Okay? So if you get it, just self-quarantine, uh, take Tylenol, and, and you'll be okay. And who walks around with a fever of 104 anyway? 
How do you not know you don't have a... Yeah, then there's some say, well, I never had any symptoms. And, well, I don't know. (laughs) Green Beaver said women. Women walk around with a temperature of 104 and don't know it, Beasley. Okay, I'm not touching that. (laughs) I'm not touching that, Beasley. Oh, my goodness. Mm -mm -mm. I I don't know. You know, now, and then here's here's the other thing. Everybody is is, um, worried about a nationwide quarantine or lockdown or whatever you want to call it. You know, and, you know, you have people that's putting all that out. Well, that that's going to take uh, an act, or a very big act for that to happen. And honestly, I don't see that that happening because that that would enable a whole lot of chaos. Chaos. Yes, there's a whole lot of chaos there. You know, because there's going to be some people say, ah, oh, yep, nope, that's not happening. I'm not staying in. There's going to be others say, well, here's an opportunity to go and break in people's houses. And then there's another opportunity of the, the um, what, what the carry, the gun carry, those with weapons, and spot up all the ammunition to start shooting individuals just because, which is going to put a big strain on the uh, law enforcement department. And, yeah, it, it, it'll be more trouble than it's worth. It really will be. It'll, it'll be more trouble than it's worth. And there's nothing, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to be uplifted, okay? I'm trying to be uplifting like you requested. I'm trying to be uplifting. But there's so much more I have to say, but it'll be taken the wrong way. Um, and then you have our, 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 you know, the sports leagues, all the sports leagues shut down. And it, the good thing about that, though, is a lot of the athletes are donating money to help those, you know, that ran the arenas and stuff like that, you know, why this whole thing is going on there out of work. And that's a good thing. That is a wonderful thing. You, you can't, you, you, you can't, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. At least there's something, there's some good that's coming out of this. You know, you because a lot of people are like, yeah, what's going on with the athletes? They're not doing anything. They're not playing. Well, there are some out there that are actually helping. You know, they're, they're donating money, you know, food, things of that nature. You know what's bad, though? And, and you know, I, I think, <sighs> oh, I'm not going to say yeah, yeah. Can't y'all see I'm struggling today right now? I, I really am because, you know, the more I think about this coronavirus and the actions of the people, the actions of the government, and I mean, just worldwide, it's it's crazy. Because in South Africa, believe it or not, in South Africa, <clears throat> the same thing is happening that's happening around here in the United States. They buying up all the toilet paper. They buying up all hand sanitizer. They trying to buy up all the water. I mean, this is in South Africa. South Africa. So it's not just chaotic here in the United States. It's all across the world. But why? Why? Huh? Why is it that way? Now, I, I really, I really do believe that. 
people have made this thing worse than what it is. I, I'm just going to put it out there. They have. They have made it worse than what it is. They really have. Now, how did they make it worse, Mr. Talk? How did they make it worse? Well, number one, by forcing people to be out in places they normally wouldn't be because they go into stores and buy up everything. And even some of them being contaminated, I'm not going to say contaminated, infected, and don't even know it themselves. So now that's a whole different group of people that's being contaminated, maybe, and none of them know it. Harkum, what's up, brother? Been on time, long time. I, look, I, I'm going to say it again. I don't, I, I, at this point, okay, at this point, I really don't know what to say anymore about this virus. I don't. I'm disgusted with Congress because Congress can't get their stuff together. I'm disgusted with, with the president because he has no idea what's going on, and he really don't. You know, if they, don't, if they do not write those speeches for him, he, man, I'm telling you, it would be embarrassing. More embarrassing than it already is. Okay? It's just total chaos in this country right now because nobody knows what's going on, what they're doing. Yeah, we're taking all these great precautions, you know, lock everybody in, no gathering, no more than 10 people, and do this, and social distancing, and all that. Heck, if that ain't depressing, I don't know what the heck is. Humans are social people. You know, we, you know, yeah, some of us, you know, are introverts and we don't mind staying by ourselves. But even those individuals get tired of looking at walls eventually, you know. Then I got to stand, what, what is it, five, three, five feet apart from me? Well, whatever those acceptable distance is. To talk to you? Eh. Because there's some people I want to speak to. Anyway, you know, it's just total chaos. And I think that is more the problem than anything. I, I really do, because nobody really knows what's going on. The biggest fear of anybody have is the fear of not knowing. Of not knowing. Not knowing if you're going to catch it. Not knowing if, if somebody around you may catch it, and you have no idea until the last minute. Oh, Lord help me. Uh, you know, and th that is the biggest fear I think a, a lot of people have, really. I, I really do. And they just don't know how to handle it. They don't. <laughs> they really don't. Anyway. Hey, what y'all want to talk about, man? Please give me something else to talk about. 347-838-8622 is the number. Uh, Eric, let's talk at gmail.com is the email. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And, uh, yeah, give me something else to talk about, please. Because I am truly tired of talking about this virus. I am. I'm tired of talking about the Congress. You know. 
Oh my goodness. You know, it's this just but uh, wait a minute. Before I go any further, hey, check this out. How in the world did the president, vice president, their family well the president, vice president spent all that time around that guy from what was it, Italy or whatever? He tested positive for it, but neither one of them tested positive for it. How did that happen? How, how did that happen? There's some people that, that really ain't has, haven't touched anybody that has come up, you know, not, you know, and we know the president is not a young chicken. So how did that happen? Once again, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you what I think. I actually think um, if they did come up positive, they wouldn't have told us. They wouldn't have told the country. They wouldn't have. Can you imagine the chaos to find out that the president and vice president is positive for corona? Oh, you think it's bad now. It would have been just totally cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> so, you know, and, and those are things I sit around and, and roll through my mind. You know, what if they did come up uh, uh, positive? Then what? Then what? Just remember, the president, when he first came out, said it was a hoax. It was just a Democratic way of, of, of stopping the election. <laughs> oh, man, that's cuckoo. That's cuckoo. And now look where we are. You know, in, in that place in China, Wuhan, China, you know, there hasn't been any um, more confirmed cases in a couple of days. Y'all, China been a, built a hospital in eight days to deal with this. Eight days. This outbreak. Can you imagine that? Eight days. Wow. Wow. I don't know. The only thing I can tell you is wash your hands, disinfect everything, and keep living. Y'all, y'all notice I keep saying keep living, right? Keep living. If you love someone, keep loving on them. Don't stop loving on them, okay? Don't stop that. Don't stop loving on them. You know, check on Check on your elderly and check on your family. Period. If you have family that don't live anywhere around you, you know, make sure you call and check on them. See how they doing. You know, most of you use Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, what's the other one? Um, um, heck, I don't know. But all the little social media things that y'all use to talk to different people. Make sure you check on your family too while you're on there. That's always a good thing to check on family. Even if you haven't talked to family in years, just send them a little line and say, hey, just check it on you, making sure you're okay. You know, how's everybody doing? Some good may come out of it. Say, hey, I'm doing good with this over there. Let's get together for a reunion. Or let's get together, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just throwing some stuff out there. Just throwing some stuff out there for you to think about. Just throwing some stuff out there. That's a great. That, that, that's a great idea, though, right? That's a good idea. Hey, what you could do 
is use Skype and have like a family reunion over the internet. Yeah, that would be cool, right? Get all the people and let everybody come up on Skype, you know, and get one big thing, family gathering going, and, call, and talk that way. That way, not only you, you can hear or hear them say they're good, you can see that they're doing good, right? Miss <laughs> J, is that a good thing? Is, is that good? <laughs> JJ, is that good? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I guess at this point, I'm just so frustrated with with this whole situation. I don't know whether to laugh or be mad anymore. I really don't. And I think that is uh, where a lot of of citizens are right now. They don't know whether to laugh or be mad. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I don't know whether they know that to be mad or laugh or anymore. You know, and here's here's another very interesting um, thought that I had. Do you realize the more something goes on, the the less important it becomes to people? I mean, as far as, you know, staying in the house, especially with this virus, you know, all this lockdown and stuff, eventually people are going to be like, you know what? I've been in this house for three weeks. Ain't nothing happened to me. Ain't happened to nobody I know. I'm not being up in here no more. No, because it becomes complacent and people become stagnant. And and, and for those that are used to up and moving and doing things, that's not a good thing. That that's really not. And my military veterans, my veterans, look. You know, we go through some things that the normal Joe does not go through. We know this, especially if we have to sit and, and just be still and our minds just go haywire. What I want you to do, when you feel yourself getting that way, make a phone call to somebody, okay? Call somebody. It doesn't matter who. You know, call somebody, get on Facebook, talk to somebody, you know, IDM them or Somebody, okay? Don't let it sit there and eat at you. Because being solitary in one spot is not a soldier's best friend. It's not. Especially not a veteran. It's not a veteran's best friend. Because once you're solitary and you're just sitting still, you know, that that gives room for a whole lot of stuff to creep in. My veterans out there, my veterans, I love you, okay? Don't let that happen. Okay, don't let that happen. Get out there. You know, let somebody know. You know, if you got to sit there and just talk to them, uh, you know, or, you know, you know, play music, uh, find something to do, okay? Don't just sit there and, and, and just let it marinate on you. Now, I know a lot of people don't understand why I'm saying this. But veterans, y'all do understand what I'm saying, right? My veterans understand. You know, because that's important. That's important. We're we're, we're wired differently. (laughs) 
Yeah, we're wired very, very different. So I, I need y'all to, to make sure you have your, your support. Um, your support you know, network in place just in case, just in case. Okay, it's just a place. Be there, be there. I mean, and and for some of you, you know, be there for the other veteran. Be there for the other veteran. You may be good, but the other veteran may be struggling. You say, hey, it's been a while. How you doing, man? You okay? You need to talk. You know, even if you got the Skype or or. Duo or whatever, you know, the face-to-face things are. Hey, do it. Do it. Okay? That's one thing we can do. We can do. So, you know, as veterans, we're brothers in arms and brothers and sisters in arms. And we understand what goes through our heads during times where we just aren't allowed to move or do a lot. Okay. So veterans, make sure we're checking on each other. Children, your adult children, you know, that have those elderly senior parents, make sure you check on them as well. Uh, now it, it doesn't matter if you're mad at them or you're not talking to them or you haven't. Now is not the time to do that, okay? Now is not the time to do that. Check on them. Make sure they're okay. You know, see if they need some toilet paper, you know, some soap, hand sanitizer, some water, because you done grabbed it off. But no. I'm going to say you per se. People have grabbed it off. They haven't had the chance to go. You know, they have enough to eat. Yeah. I mean, there's things out there we can do to help each other. There is. But, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of individuals out there already doing it. But I'm sure there's more that can be done. You know, don't depend don't depend on, on the church. Don't depend on uh, uh, Meals on Wheels or whatever else these places are doing. You know, you go and check and make sure that happens on your own. Yeah, on your own. Okay. Hey, go go you go to your parents' house and sit out there, grill some meat, and just chill out and what have you. And then once you finish that, you know, slide it in the door, and then you go home, and y'all can have a conversation right outside the door. I mean, if you just get that scared to go in and be around your parents. Mm. <laughs> All right, those are those are, are, are ways there. You know, those are ways. Instead of just worrying about self, and I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest uh, um, disappointment that I have seen with this whole thing is people are only thinking about themselves. They're not worried, you know, they're only worried about their own happiness. And that's what it comes down to, whether I'm be happy and, and I'm be okay during this whole situation, not worrying about anybody else. 
even those that may be less fortunate. You know, it's sad when you walk into a dollar store and can't find bread. <laughs> you know, can't find any, any food in the, in the freezer. You know, that's bad. That is horrible. And it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. All because, now, here's, here's the, the, the stickler of the whole thing. All because you heard or you read something on Facebook that said this is what you should do. Yourself and, and, and finding out you, for yourself. Now, yes, I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to leave the media out. Yeah, the media has really pushed this thing to make you think. Oh my goodness, if I get it, I'm out of here. Okay, the media has pushed that, and the media has caused a lot of the paranoia. It, it, they have. Now, whether it's intentional or not, I don't know. <laughs> I have my thoughts on it, but I don't know. I don't know. But what I will tell you is, you got to stop falling for all this crazy, y'all. You really do. You have to stop falling for the crazy. You know, you letting the government tell you you should wash your hands for 20 seconds. Really? Don't touch your face. Don't do this. Blow, you know, don't cough with, with your mouth uncovered. Don't sneeze, you know, without covering up. Man, that's things you learned as a kid. Children. Tiny people. And here we are. Adults. And they still telling you that? And you, <laughs> and you just, you know, so you go about all the toilet paper because you don't really blow your nose this time, right? Come on, y'all. Let's be logical here. Realistic. Okay? You're not going to get diarrhea that bad. Here's a suggestion. When all this is over with, okay, why don't you institute to where when you go to the grocery store, you make sure you always get at least, I'm going to say a month. No, I'm not going to say a month worth of toilet paper. You know, you always buy a little. Always buy whether you have some or not. You buy a little. You buy a little. You buy a little water, uh, soap, hand sanitizer, whatever you want to. You know, just buy a little. Whether you need it or not, just buy a little every time you go to the grocery store. So when times like this come, you don't have to worry about hoarding because you already have it. It's there. It's there. Here's another great idea. You can always invest in a tiny freezer. You know. For, they're not as expensive as they used to be. You know, where you can place it and put meat in. See? Just ideas. But you don't hear nobody telling you about these types of things because, hey, it doesn't matter. We're we're an automated society now. We depend on on on, on electronics and all that. We, we, we don't have to worry about being being uh, ready for anything because our government is ready. If our government is ready, that means it's gonna, they're going to take care of us. Well, here we are. Pandemic. The government has no idea what's going on. Congress is fighting over what they're going to pass to try and help the economy and the people. And here you are. Here we are. 
doing our do. We're still living. We're still moving. We're still talking. We're very capable of of, of, of doing whatever we want to do once we make up our mind and realize that's what it is. And here's another idea. You know, when this is over with, some of you ought to learn how to fish, learn how to hunt. Why not? It's not going to hurt you. You never know when the food supply runs out. You have to go out there and sit on a, a creek somewhere and catch your dinner. Which is fishing is really relaxing if you're out there, you know. It's, it's a relaxing, you know, atmosphere. It really is. If you're there by yourself or with the right person, it's relaxing. No, simple. Now, I didn't say go out there and shoot up nothing because I know somebody, okay, fishing, you don't have to shoot anything, okay? Because <laughs> I know some of you are sensitive about that. You don't have to shoot anything. You're just catching a couple of fish, you know, bring it home, eating. Well, you don't have to bring it home. You can gut it and clean it right there. Break, gut it right there and, and and build you a little fire. Cook it on up. Yeah. But see, these are things we need to get back to teaching, teaching our young men and our young women. We do. Now, how, how to act when things like this happen? You know, not... You know, have them sitting in the house all day <laughs> playing video games, you know, or, or well, you know, a lot of them being homeschooled right now. So that's a good thing, too. That's a good thing. No, but those are just some of the things we can do because we have to do something. Because we I, I just can't sit, 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 sit. Hey, what happened to you, Triple One? I was going to get you on there. You know what I mean? You know, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, those there are some good things you can do. There are. But you can't wait till times like this now to where everything's being shut down and to try and learn it or try and do it. It has to become a habit. It has to become something that you're accustomed to doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when you go in the military, you have basic training and uh, advanced individual training and the special schools because you're not used to the military life. You're not used to, you know, getting up, running, and doing all that. So they have to slowly bring you along. So when it's time for places like Iraq, Saudi Arabia, um, Afghanistan, Cuba, uh, Bosnia, all that good stuff, you're ready. It's like second nature. My point is train early lasts longer. I know that didn't sound right, did it? <laughs> that didn't sound right. But anyway, 
Hope you understand what I'm saying. Hope you understand what I'm saying. Because that's what we have to do. That that is what we have to do. You know. And read. You know, we we're so oh my gosh. Read. 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 How how much are read? No, the more knowledge you have, the majority of the time, the better off you are. Okay? I'm not going to say all the time because I know some people got plenty of knowledge and uh, (laughs) they're out there somewhere. But what I'm saying is, you know, read. Just like you reading them lyrics to them songs on Facebook or everybody's posting it on Instagram or whatever, stop and read some articles. You know? Stop and, and... and read a book here and there on, you know, medicine, uh, not really per se medicine, but just read. Read, okay? Just read. It's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not a bad thing. You know, it's not. And... Y'all guess what? I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? I'm done. I have completely, completely emptied my brain right just then. I really did. Because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this no more. So, is there anything, I got 20 minutes left. Is there anything else y'all want to talk about? Text me. Uh, hit me on email. Call me three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Or I can play some music. They want to hear some music. I think we can hear some music today because music is always good. Music is always good. So, what kind of music y'all want to hear? Y'all know I got it all. I have it all. I think we're going to go, you know, need something uplifting, right? Yeah. That, that, yeah, that was JJ said. We need some uplifting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that. Okay. Here we go. We're going to go to... Uh, I'm finding it. I'm almost there. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here we go. All right. So, y'all ready? We're going to give y'all a little bit of music here. You know, of course, it wasn't planned, so y'all got to bear with me. Here we go. Good day. Nappy Root. Enjoy. Let's begin now. woke up this morning, and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around, the ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Cool, cool. 
the prey. Now my car cleaned up, now I'm ready to play. Make a call to the stick, say I'm headed that way. Heard my cousin cooking out, I gotta get me a plate. Got this new outfit, ain't even out in the state. So fame speaking too soon, but it's a hell of a day. And this chicken got me sitting in a hell of a place. Got my son in shades on and a grin on my face. My new grill looks mean, but I swear I'm straight. And the hood showing love, so I'm A-OK. Children say, take the day off, hit the park and just hang. Barbecue, roll a few and put up the deuce. And if it's beef, put the piece down, throw up your juice. It's time to change our ways so we can save the day. For the children take and make a better place to play. If it's all good, we got your coop and grip your wood. And if you're riding dirty, like to split and blow you. But do it real big, exactly like a player should. Enjoy your 24, do your thing and rip your hood. The world is all yours, but still we all grind forever. In the day, the choice you make is really all fine.
comes around again I said only rainbows after rain The sun will always come again And it's a circle, circling around again It comes around, but you gotta keep your head up Oh, and you can let your head down Hey, you gotta keep your head up Oh, and you can let your head down Enemy is free, straight up, beat them to their knees. This the U.S. Navy here to maintain freedom of the sea. 
stress, you better put in your vest and holla mayday. I'll ride you up on channel 6 and get the big five. I'm setting general quarters, you better follow my orders. I will repeat myself, so set the main space fire, Dr. N. I'm about to blaze the spot to open all the valves and energize the fire pumps. I'm setting Zulu to these pumps that don't know how to rap. You getting crazy as I rock the beat and get you sick. I'm spitting Fosh Gene Gas to eliminate your obscene rap. I'm so obsessed. Anything I do and say is only on the news and no basis. So go ahead about face this. I'm finna smother the beat and dump A triple F as I left right and left to this case. Talk about Navarrete, Theo, Tony, and Milton, Mike, Mike, Sluggo, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.